Instead of trying to figure out how to change or what to focus on in the new year based on your own or others' opinions and recommendations, what if your resolution was simply to ask God what to do and say all year long? Welcome to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. This is episode 116, Ask God What to Do in 2022. You're listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm James Early, your host, and this is the place to be to rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week, we talk about how Jesus wanted us to think and act and pray and live our daily lives. And we dig down into the mindset of Jesus to discover how we can think and act like he did. The goal is to experience more of Jesus' promise that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. It's always great to have you listening. I'm so grateful you're here. Today, we're going to talk about how to take a spiritual approach to setting New Year's resolutions. The title for today's episode is, Ask God What to Do in 2022. The new year, 2022, is upon us. 2021 is almost over, and maybe over by the time you listen to this episode. It was full of ups and downs. There were lots of challenges. There were some victories. But it's time to say goodbye to 2021. It's always at the end of the old year and the beginning of the new that a lot of folks like to or think they should make New Year's resolutions. And for a lot of people, this is a very helpful exercise to get them focused on what they need to do in the new year to improve themselves, to make changes in their lives and behavior and to progress as a person. But all too often, we tend to make resolutions which are unreasonable, either because of how much change or what kind of change we think we're going to bring about. And because of this, people make unrealistic goals for themselves and then quit trying when there's just no way to achieve them. I have certainly done that. More recently, a lot of my friends are choosing a quality or attitude to focus on for the whole year. And they bring it to bear in all they do. It's more of a resolution on how to think than a resolution for specific behaviors and activities. I really love this idea because it's about the way we think. It's about our mindset. To get at the heart of what causes us to act the way we do, we have to examine our thinking and to bring about real and permanent change to our behaviors, we have to change our thinking or our mindset. The book of Proverbs points this out. It refers to how our thoughts influence not just our behavior, but who we become. This is from Proverbs 23, verse 7. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. The way you see yourself, the way you identify yourself, or as the proverb says, how you think in your heart about yourself, 
What you accept as true about yourself is how you end up acting and who you become. Think of some of the people you know. How do they identify themselves? I had a friend years ago who always told everyone how clumsy he was. He really saw himself as clumsy, and it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. He did some pretty clumsy, awkward things. I've had other friends with a wide variety of attitudes about themselves, ranging all the way from being so self-confident they could always find a solution, they were never flustered with anything, to thinking they were completely incompetent and could do nothing very well. How do you see yourself? How do you identify yourself? And when you take an honest look at yourself, is there something you'd like to improve on during the new year? Is there a quality you'd like to focus on, like humility or equanimity, gentleness or mindfulness? There are so many possibilities. As you're thinking and praying about how you want to approach 2022, I want to encourage you to go beyond just looking at your life and you deciding what you need to work on or improve. You may come up with some great ideas for New Year's resolutions or qualities to emulate in this process, but there's another approach that I think will be more effective and bring much bigger blessings. If you've been listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast for a while, you've probably noticed my focus on living with the mindset of Jesus in your daily life. So, I've been thinking about what kind of New Year's resolutions I could and would make if I were fully imbibing the mindset of Jesus. Did Jesus ever make any New Year's resolutions? Well, not that I know of. He always did the right thing. He always did what the Father told him to. Jesus didn't have his own personal agenda of what to accomplish while he was here on earth. He did have a master plan of what he would do, but everything on that plan was dictated and orchestrated by God. Jesus just did and said whatever God told him to. If we're striving to follow Jesus, maybe we should try to follow this approach in our own lives. I know that's a pretty high bar to reach for, but if we're going to follow Jesus, we have to start somewhere. Jesus said in John 5.19, I tell you the truth, the Son, referring to himself, can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. In John 12:49 and 50, he says, I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know his command leads to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. I love these two passages in John because they give us some really deep insight into the mindset of Jesus. He only did what he saw the Father doing. That means everything he did, he must have seen God doing. He only said what God told him to say. That means when he looked out on the crowds and had compassion on the people, he must have seen God loving these folks. When he healed Bartimaeus of blindness or Peter's mother-in-law of a fever, he must have seen God's healing power at work first, 
or he would not have been able to bring healing to those people. When he spoke with compassion and mercy to people whom the Pharisees considered common or miserable sinners, it was because God told him exactly what to say and how to say it. He saw God loving them, so he loved them as well. And I guess you could say it must also be true that when he rebuked the Pharisees, it was because he heard his heavenly Father's command to rebuke their self-righteousness, hypocrisy, and pride. Jesus never spoke unless God put the words in his mouth. Jesus never acted unless he saw God act first. What if you and I could do that just 5% of the time? So what does all this have to do with making New Year's resolutions? Instead of trying to figure out how to change or what to focus on in the new year based on your own or others' opinions and recommendations, what if your resolution was simply to ask God what to do and say all year long? What if your prayer was to see what God is doing in every circumstance instead of trying to figure out what you want to do? What if your New Year's resolution was to ask God what to say in every situation, even right in the middle of a conversation, to hear what God is telling you and then say nothing else? How do you think this would affect your life? There are some great examples in the Bible of people listening to God and doing what he told them, sometimes even when they thought something else was right. When King Saul had not been faithful, God told the prophet Samuel to anoint one of Jesse's sons as the new king of Israel. This is in 1 Samuel 16, verse 1. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. Well, when Samuel got to Jesse's house, he saw the oldest son, Eliab, and thought, He must be the new king. Eliab looked the part. Samuel was so impressed with his physical appearance. But God told Samuel this was not the right one to be king. Samuel looked at seven of Jesse's sons, and God said no to every one of them until David came in the room, and God told Samuel David was to be king. The point here is that Samuel heard God's voice. He was able to hear God's voice because he had the kind of relationship with God that he could hear God's voice. And he obeyed God's voice, even when it went against his own preconceptions. Later, when Saul was searching for David to destroy him, David asked God specifically whether Saul would look for him in the village of Keilah and if the townspeople would deliver him to King Saul. God told him Saul would come to the town and the people would deliver David and his men to Saul if David came to that town. David asked God what to do. He heard God's voice and he didn't go to the town of Keilah. You can see this story in 1 Samuel 23 verses 10 through 14. Another time David asked God what to do in a specific situation. He heard God's voice and was obedient. This is in 2 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. It happened after this that David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to any of the cities of Judah? 
And the Lord said to him, Go up. David said, Where shall I go up? And he said, To Hebron. Well, as it turns out, while David was in Hebron, the people anointed him as king over Judah. This was a pivotal moment for David as he united the kingdom. In these two situations, there was no way for David to know the right thing to do. He asked God and did what God told him. Now, I realize that these aren't exactly examples of New Year's resolutions. It was just the way Samuel and David lived their lives on a daily basis. Well, most of the time, there certainly were times when David did things God told him not to, but most of the time he asked for God's guidance and was obedient. It's this spirit of how Samuel and David asked God what to do and then obeyed God's voice that I'm talking about as a guide for how you and I can make resolutions for the new year, as well as how to live our lives on a daily basis. I've already mentioned how Jesus was the supreme example of this. He did not come with his own agenda or opinions of what to do or how to do it. He listened to God. He obeyed God. He did what God told him to. And he often pointed out to his followers that he did not come to do what he wanted, but what God wanted. This is in John 5.30, where he said, I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. And in John 6.38, he repeats this idea, For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. To what degree... Are you and I willing to adopt Jesus' mindset as to how we live our lives? Are we willing to set aside our own will, our own agenda, our own hopes and dreams, our own desires, our own actions, our own assessment of a situation or person? Are we willing to set all these aside for what God's will is and for what God sees and does? As you think about your plans for 2022, please consider setting those plans to the side long enough to ask God what His plans for you are. What is God's will for you in the new year? What will God be doing in 2022? Will you see what God does and do likewise? What will God say to you throughout 2022? There's no way to know right now. Will you listen all year long for his guidance? Will you only say what he tells you to? I know this is a very high standard to reach for, and there will be times when we fall short. But don't be too hard on yourself if you mess up a little bit or even a lot. Focus on the times when you do listen for God's voice and obey it. Be grateful every time you see God at work and act accordingly. Rejoice over the times when you only say the words God puts in your mouth. And the more you practice this mindset of Jesus, the better you'll get at it. And as we do this, 2022 will become the year of the Lord for us. My goal for 2022 is to give this whole year to God. Let Him set the agenda. Let Him decide what I need to do and when to do it, where I need to be, who I need to talk to and what to say. 
Let God be completely in charge. I invite you to join me in this grand adventure. What will God tell you to do in 2022? Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I am so grateful that you're here. And if you know anyone that would appreciate the ideas in today's episode, please share it with them. If you have any questions or comments about today's episode or anything in the Bible, or if you just need a little spiritual support, please reach out to me. The best way to contact me is to go to the website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com, click on the contact tab in the menu bar, fill out the form, and I'll be in touch. I really look forward to hearing from you. As always, I'll have in the show notes for this episode all the Bible quotes that I mentioned today. You can find those at thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 116. This is episode 116. If you haven't subscribed to the Bible Speaks to You podcast, I encourage you to do so. Go to my website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com, and click on the subscribe tab. Fill out the form. That way you'll be on my email notification list and you'll never miss an episode. And of course, you can always listen on Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcast listening apps. And speaking of Apple Podcasts, if you have not left a review for me, this would be a great time to do that. It helps people find the Bible Speaks to You podcast. And when you can share the value that you have found in the show, it helps other people discover it as well. That's it for today. Again, I want to thank you so much for being here and listening. I appreciate your support so very much. I wish you a very happy 2022. Next week, we're going to start the new year off with an episode focusing on 22 ways to live with the mindset of Jesus in 2022. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week. Take care. We'll see you next year. God bless.